We're going to be discussing the various different tasks and classifications, the way the Torah describes the different families of, of the Shevet Levi, uh, namely Gershon, Kahas, and Merari. Um, specifically, the fact that by Kahas and, and Gershon, it says the word Nosa Yisraish, and by Merari, it doesn't. Um, as well as we're going to explore our Rashi to understand what exactly was the job of Bnei Gershon and the difference of Gershon and Merari. In this week's parsha, after the Pasuk tells us the census that was taken of the families of Kahas, Gershon, and Merari, the Pasuk says, which was, all those that came to be drafted to do the work in the Oil Meid, which was said earlier on as the census begins, at the end of the census, the Pasuk, the Pasuk says, all of these numbers that were counted by Moshe, from the age of 30 years old to the age of 50 years old, anybody who comes to do, to perform the work of work, and the work of carrying in the and the numbers were as follows. So there's a, Obviously, an interesting uh, uh, the expression in the Pasuk, Avedas Aveda, is Rashi Mefaris Diverter Avedas Avedas. Rashi explains these words by quoting Avedas Aveda, the work of work, who Ashir Bemetzaltayim Vechinaitis. This is the song, the music that was played with the harp, with Metzaltayim is the symbols, Vechinaitis is the harp, Shehi Aveda Laveda Acheres, which is a work that served a, a different work. Meaning to say, doesn't mean a work of a work, nor a work for a work, and meaning one thing that serves something else for an aveda to live an another aveda, one service that served another service. This refers to the aveda of the music that served the Aveda of the Karbanas, when the Aveda of the Karbanas was done, um, he brings in the Ha'ara, that it also works, it also follows Alpi Halacha, because the, those who sang every day on the, on the Duchen, on the platform, were singing the Shir Shal Yoim, which was sung during the Karban Tamid. So the carbonists were being brought, and while the carbonists were being brought, the Levim were singing. So it's an Aveda la Aveda. Darfman Farstein. So on this we have three on this Rashi we have three questions. Number one, Alif the Lashna Gemara, the market from the Pirish Rashi, is Ezu Aveda Shatricha, Aveda Aviemizushira. The Gemara asks this question: which Aveda serves another Aveda? Which work serves another work? And he said, and he answers, this is Shira, song. And the Gemara does not mention any instruments. When Rashi is Rashi is the one who adds in the words the symbols and the harp. So the question is, why does Rashi name specific instruments if the Gemara does not name any instruments? Base Farvos Rashi who Hashir why does Rashi specifically mention these two instruments, the cymbals and the harp, if there were many other instruments that were used in the other seven he brings from the Rambam? 
And he mentions five different instruments, Nevalim, Chalilim, Kinoiris, Chatzotzitz, and Hatziltzol. Nevalim, we're going to see later, means um, a, a wind instrument, something that you blow into, um, like a flute, uh, uh, and Chalilim is a flute, and Kinoiris is a harp, Chatzotzitz is trumpets, and Hatziltzol is cymbals. Now, Nevalim in some places actually means a lyre, L-Y-R-E, which is another kind of harp. But we're going to see later in the Sikha that Nevalim means a wind instrument. But either way, you see in this puzzle, you see these five instruments which are actually mentioned in Divri Hayamim. So there's many more instruments. So why does Rashi only mention these two? Gimel. The third question is, why does Rashi not mention singing? He mentions music, but not singing. Especially, this question is even more intensified if you compare it to a previous reference to song, which we met Gilan Freer, which the Ben Chamesh the Mikra already learned, is given Oz Yashir Moshe Goimer Lamer, which is the song that was sung by Moshe and the Yidden after going out of the Yamsuf. Shir Bepan, over there it meant to sing with a mouth. So, the question on the third question is. Why does Rashi not mention song, which is obviously something that the Levim did as well? We can't talk as Rashi brings that it's very clear, but as I said, the clothes You may want to answer that Rashi brings these two instruments because they are general categories of instruments. Mitzotayim uh, uh, um, would be in the, the category of percussion, of things that you bang. You uh, uh, it could be a, a, a in this case it's a it's a cymbal. So it could be a drum. Or, or other types of music that's made by banging. And then there is kinoides, which is various different types of string instruments. It could be a harp, it could be a violin, it could be a piano, or things like that. So you can't say that that's what Rashi brings these two, because, just because they're general categories. Varum, in Pasek, in Divri Ayamim, Teltere Zayin, Dray Sugim, Nevalim, Vichinoides, Metzaltayim. The Pasek in Divri Ayamim, which brings different categories of music, brings three categories. Nevalim, the wind instruments, and Kinoiris, the string instruments, and Mitzotayim, the percussion instruments. Is a monoshach. Oh, the Rashi Gedar bringing out a dry ech Nevalim. Either Rashi should have brought all, th- if he's going for the categories, he should have brought all three. Other nor a Nemaz Dugma, or brought one example of an instrument as an example. And then say, and all other instruments. In other words, either Rashi could have brought the three categories that seem to encompass all different types of music, the way it's mentioned in Divri Ayamim, or Rashi could have said one instrument, and all the other instruments. So this is our, uh, these are our first three questions. Number one, why does Rashi mention instruments at all? Number two, why these two instruments? And number three, why not mention song? It's, we understand that Rashi explains that it means song because it says and the only way to understand it is an Aveda that serves another Aveda. But the Pasuk itself, uh, it, it needs to be understood. The Aveda that the Levim would sing in the base of Migdash was not yet mentioned. So far, what's been discussed in the Pasik is the Aveda of carrying the Mishkan, of dismantling the Mishkan and re-erecting the Mishkan and protecting the Mishkan, guarding the Mishkan. 
The command to sing or play music, according to Pesudah Shalmikra, is, is introduced for the very first time in the next parsha, Parshas Ba'aleischa, where it says, Nesunim, Nesunim, dedicated, dedicated, or committed, committed, Nesunim Lamasin, Nesunim Lashir, that they were given uh, uh, over for carrying and given over for a song. And that's the first time that we see in the Pesut Mikra where the where the Levim had the task of singing. Is it move on? My time it was do. Noch and minyum from the Bnei Levi. Kol abola tzava laaveda. Their monter pasuk Norveg and aveda sashir. Uniti andra aveda selavim oiser masa. Uvfrata the state noch nitetziu efeshir. So now that Rashi explained to us that aveda aveda means the aveda of song, the question goes back onto the pasuk. Why is the pasuk singling out besides for the carrying, singling out the aveda of singing and music, and not mentioning the other avedas such as the carrying, uh, such as the 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 uh, protecting the mishkan or 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 building the mishkan and so on especially since song was not even yet commanded was not even commanded yet so our we have three questions on rashi and one on the pasik with regards to aveda saveda uh, number one why does rashi mention instruments instruments number two why these instruments number three why doesn't he mention song and on the pasik we have a question why does the pasik mention uh, over here, or refer here to the Aveda of singing or music and not to the other Avedas that were tasked to B'nai Levi. Now Rashi, later on, after that, Rashi continues with the, the words from the Pasuk Avedas Masa, and says that it means simply as it's understood. In Parshas Vavarant Rashi, simply Rashi is trying to clarify. Before Rashi said, previously Rashi said, to a different Aveda. So one might make the mistake and say that Avedas Masa means an Aveda that is done for the carrying. An Aveda Tzuliv Masa, Benit Masa Gufa, that it's talking about Aveda that's needed for the carrying, and we're not talking about the carrying itself. Bavar and Rashi, Deber Rashi clarifies as the Taich from Avedes Masa is Kimashmoi Avedes Shomasa. And over here, Avedes Masa means literally the Aveda of carrying, not the Aveda for carrying, but the Aveda of carrying. That's from a first day, but we have to understand. Why would I think that Avedas Masa means an Aveda Limasa, an Aveda for carrying? And the Farashi has to negate that and say, Kimashmoi. Says Dach Balashan Aim, Ain Lamasa Aveda Kheras. As the Aim, the Mizrahi, who is a commentary on Rashi, says himself, there is no other Aveda that's part of carrying. You carry. So what is the Hava? I mean, what is the in, initial thought that I would have had that Aveda that Aveda Limasa? That Aveda means Aveda Lemasa. What does Aveda Lemasa even mean? What would I have thought that Rashi has to come to negate? The Chedim Bamei Yedurufke can't answer it. We could have answered. As Sida and Arzu Zagin as has made the Aveda from Tina Sagalus that it means loading the wagons. But thus is Niti Masa Gufa, which is not the actual transportation of the 
the items. Now, Aveda the Masa, the Aveda unsuladin, unsuladin, the crushing for Hulu, if the Agolus, there's to leave in Masa from the Agolus is not the actual transporting because uh, the wagons aren't moving yet. What it's doing is, what they're doing is, they're loading the wagons so that they could be transported by the wagons. When Das was their pastor exact on the Aveda Dafkeda, is violent them pasta kun de tena mesiv zain the avedis vel chaver niter mont in the free de kipsukim avedis avedis shir avedis masatina saagolis and the reason why it has to mention the loading of the wagons here in this suggestion of an answer is because here the pasuk is referring to things that were not yet spoken such as the song and the loading of the wagons so it makes it, it even helps us to understand why song would be introduced here because this pasuk is referring to things that were not yet introduced. So the we can answer that avoda lemasa means the loading of the wagons. But we said you can't say that. Why? In addition to the fact that it's difficult to say that Rashi is negating something that was not yet spoken about, that he's coming to say that even though later we're going to learn that the, that the Levim have to load the wagons, here the Pasuk means masa, not loading the wagons. So it's difficult to say that Rashi is trying to negate something that wasn't even yet introduced. But in addition to that, I have a question in the opposite direction. If means to load the wagons, why does Rashi negate it? Why does the Pasik negate it? Why does Rashi negate it and say that that's not what the Pasik is talking about? What? Since it was part of their Avedis, why can't loading of the wagons be included in Avedis Masa? So, our question on Rashi was, why, what is Rashi trying to exclude when saying Kimashmoi? And if you're going to tell me that he's excluding loading the wagons, the question is why? Why would he exclude loading the wagons, which was actually part of their Avedis? So, on Avedis, Avedis, we had a series of questions. Then we have an Avedis Masa question. What is Rashi trying to exclude when he says Avedis Masa? When he says, I'm sorry, when he says Kimashmoi, that Avedis Masa means literally carrying, what is he excluding? So, in order to understand this, we have to introduce another Rashi, which is, in, which is brought right in the beginning of the Seder. Where the beginning of the sentence says, Count, uh, literally means lift up, but it's, it's a commandment to Moshe to count the heads of Benegershon, Gamheim, also them. So Rashi says, Just like I commanded you with regards to the, to the family of Kahas, to see how many of them there are that reached, that qualify for the Avoidah. Seemingly, this is a, a little bit long-winded. What is Rashi trying to say when he says to see how many qualify for the Avedah? We already counted B'nai Kahas at the end of last week's parsha, and we understand what it was about. That they were counted only from the age of 30 to 50. As Rashi himself already explained over there, he was counting those who are able to carry. 
those who are physically fit enough to be able to carry these items on their shoulders. Which is the age of 30 to 50. So why does Rashi have to say again, we're counting them to find out how many there are that are able to carry, that are fit enough to carry. We already, we're coming after Bnei Kahas. We're following the example of Bnei Kahas. And Bnei Kahas, the Pasuk already said it, and Rashi already explained it, that, that, that because they were carrying things, therefore they had to have a special census to know who is able to carry, and basically who is between the ages of 30 and 50. So the question is, what does Rashi mean by saying leaders kama So the Maharal in his Sefer Gur Arye, which is a commentary on Rashi, explains as follows. Rashi is the Eastern Sumas Brazan. As Nasi is raised by negation Gamheim. It says, Count the children of Gershon, also them. And then the next passage says, Count them from the ages of 30 to 50. So, one might have thought that Gam Hay means also them, that you should count them also from 30 to 50 like you did B'nai Kahas. But this is not what it means. What the Pasik means to tell me is that also B'nai Gershin are in the level of Nasi Yisraish. That their counting symbolizes a status, an elevation of status, a, 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 a level of being distinguished, important. That also those who are being counted of B'nai Gershin are also being elevated in status because they have reached this age of 30 to 50. That what Rashi was saying when he says is kama Rashi is saying Rashi is not telling me count them from thirty to fifty because that the pasuk says in the next pasuk Rashi is telling us that also the bnei gershin those who were from thirty to fifty by definition of the fact that they were fit for this avoda this gave them an elite status of nasayasraish of being elevated similar to bnei kahas. And that's why it says Nasiya Suresh and not Pakoid simply count them because this specific census represented an elite status. Please adapt another name as the Pasik Dog Gamheim. As me for Klaich, negations of Benekos. Was those bad dietas in the Indian for Nasiya Suresh, Zain and the Benegation, Toffel, Gamheim to the Benekos. But based on this explanation of the Maral, that the Gamheim is telling me that they also had the Nasiya Suresh, the question is why say Gamheim? Gam aim implies secondary, but also they get counted. It seems that they are of secondary importance to Bnei Kahas. Seemingly, by saying that they too are, are, are carrying and, and, and are being counted from 30 to 50, that they should be equal uh, with Bnei Kahas. So if the pshat of the words means that they were achieving a status by being in the age of 30 to 15, then why does the Pasuk say gamheim, implying that they are still of secondary importance to kahas? 
The question is even stronger. Does not get the expression elevate them uh, uh, to the special level. Even though also B'nai Mirari was counted of a special census that was counted from 30 to 50 because these are the ones that did the specific Aveda of carrying. If Nasiyah means a specific status of those who reach the qualification to do this work, which is from the age of 30 to 50, then it should have said, um, also, B'nai had a specific group of people from the age of 30 to 50 that were physically fit to do the special Aveda, and therefore they should have also gotten a Nasi So if the Pshat of, the, of Rashi is like the Maharal, that Lidos means that 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 there was a specific status that was given to Bnei Gershon because they re, for, to those who were between the ages of thirty and fifty. Question number one is why do they say it in the in the expression of Gamheim that they are of secondary importance to Gaz? And number two, why does Bnei Mirari, why is Bnei Mirari totally uh, excluded from this Nasiyas race from the special status? So seemingly we could have explained as follows. The difference between these three families with regards to this elite status. That it depends on the various different uh, categories in what they were carrying. Carried the holy of holies, the Oren, the Shulchan, the table, the Menorah, the, the Mizbeches. By Bnei Kahas is the is the most important uh, uh, of the elite status. They were carrying the holiest things, the holiest objects of the Mishkan, and therefore they were the Nasi Yisraish. They were the elite of the elite. The Bnei Gershon, they also carried holy things because they carried, for example, the Uriahs, the, the, the coverings of the Mishkan, and the hooks, which were actually seen in the Kedosh HaKadoshim. Rashi uh, talks about this, he's going to mention it a little bit further in the Sicha. Rashi mentions this clearly in Parshas Baalaischa. And therefore, since they had, they were carrying not the holy of holies, but they were carrying holy things, things that were being seen in the Kedesh HaKadoshim, they also get an Asiyah Sreish, an elite status. But since you can't compare the holiness of what Gershon carried to the holiness of what Kahas carried, is the river Therefore, what they carry is second, their Nasiyah Reish, their status is secondary to Kahas. They still get a Nasiyah Reish, but not as much as B'nai Kahas gets it, because what they carried wasn't as holy as what Kahas was carrying. And the Rebbe brings in the order, and this also explains why in the order of the Chumash, 
First he talks, he tells us what Kahas carried, then what Gershon carried, then what Merari carried, even though Gershon was the oldest of the three. Nevertheless, what Kahas carried was the most important. Uh, however, when it comes to Merari, which they did not carry anything that was actually seen in the Kedosh HaKadoshim, it doesn't say at all the words Nasi Yisraish. And if you're going to ask the question, they carried the Kroshim, and the Kroshim were actually seen in the Kedosh HaKadoshim. So the Rebbe in the Hara 35 refers to Hara 51, where there is a beer of Mahari and Rashi, who says that the Bnei Merari did not actually carry the, the, the Kroshim. They put the Kroshim onto the Agolois, and therefore, since they didn't actually carry the Kroshim, it's not called that they carried something that was seen in the Kedush HaKadoshim, and therefore it's not Avedas HaKadosh, and therefore, like Bnei Gershon, and therefore they don't get an Asayasresh. And this is consistent with what Rashi says in Parshas Valois. It says that the Aaron had to pick up the Levim. So in that Pasuk, it says the word to pick up Tnufa. It says it three times. So Rashi says that there were three lifting ups by the Lebnei Levi. The first was for the Nekahas because they carried the Aveda of the Kodesh HaKadosh from the Holy of Holies. The second Tenufa, the second lifting was for the Bnei which they also had holy work. Things that were seen in the Kedosh HaKadoshim. And the third Tenufa, the third lifting was the Bnei Merari for the people, for the, for the children of Merari. So we already see in our later Rashi that they makes this distinction between the 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 Kahas uh, Gershon Merari based on what they were carrying. So maybe also over here there is a difference with regards to Nasi Yisraish with regards to that the Kahas had the primary Nasi Yisraish, Bnei Gershon had the secondary Nasi Yisraish, and Bnei Merari don't get a Nasi Yisraish. Oh, but. So he's going to say that this answer is not going to work. In addition to the fact that it's difficult to say that Rashi is, is telling us something over here, he didn't actually explain this. Rashi just said, Sorry, um, um, referring to Lydia's because it doesn't go into the details of 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 the the different levels, and he's relying that we're going to know because later on the Parshas Balaischa is going to explain the different levels of Gershon Kasamadori. So that number one, it's it's difficult to say that Rashi in here is relying on, on this uh, uh, these classifications that he's going to give us later in Parshas Balaischa. In addition to that, is from them Gufa was a Nasi Yisraish by the Bnei Kahas Zok Rashi Mono Mehem Esaroyin Lavedas Masa. The Rashi that Bnei was counting those who qualified for the Aveda of carrying, which is dependent on physical fitness. The Rashi, as Mamshech, as Rashi himself continues, that someone who's less than 30, his physical fitness is not yet fully developed. And those who pass the age of 50, his physical fitness begins to diminish. And does not at all address the holiness of what they're carrying. Is Rashi is 
So it's understood that Rashi holds that the Nasi Yisraish, the elite status, is dependent solely on the fact that they are fit for carrying. Is harder to kush your duchta versus the chilik in them. This is when it comes to negation. Ubnei Berari and this takes us back to square one. What is the difference between in in regards to the physical fitness of their ability to carry? What is the difference between kashkesh and Berari? To say that it's dependent on their on their on their what they're carrying. Number one, this hasn't yet been addressed. In until the later parasha. Number two, Rashi makes no inference here to the fact that it's about what they were carrying. Muzman Zagin, and therefore we must come to the conclusion, as in the minion from Bnei Levi, Mi Ben Shleishim, Megiv, Rabbi Ben Chamishin, Shonaz, and Lidrashi, Faransvei Sugim, that in in this census, from the ages of thirty to fifty, there were two categories: Aleph Ein Sug Minion in an Eifin for Nasi Yisraish versus Shayich Beikir by the Bedekahas. One census. Excuse me. That was a, 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 a census of the elite status, which primarily was applicable to and also in a secondary way applied to but not to the at all. Bays, then there was a second category of, a, of the census. All those that came to do this work in the Ayalmayid versus Nitfar Bundamin which is not connected to the elevated status. And this census is uh, equally applicable to all of B'nai Levi, including Berari, anybody from the age of 30 and 50 is doing the Aved. So, we're concluding here a, 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 a new idea. And that is, is that there were two categories within this, within, within this counting. From 30 to 50, there's two categories. One is a Nasa Yisraish, something that's elevating their status. And that refers primarily to Bnei Gershon, to Bnei Kaas, and secondarily to Bnei Gershon. And there was another one that was about the actual doing the work. It wasn't about the, the, the uh, distinguished status. And that um, was applicable to all of the Bnei Gershon, all of the Bnei Levi. Kaas, Gershon, and Merod. The beer because uh, now he's going to explain this to us. The minion belashon nasa yasreish, but seichen the nasi yasreish v'chashivos in a minion from Balei Kayach. When it says Nasi Yisraish, this refers to the elevated status, the importance of those who were physically fit and therefore capable of Avedas Masa carrying and transporting the Mishkan. Like Rashi says with regards to Bnei he counted those who were fit for carrying. And based on this, we're going to understand the difference between Gershon and Kasamarari, not on what they were carrying, but on how they were carrying. 
or how they were transporting. With regards to the Avedas Masa itself, we're going to see a difference between Gershon Kasa Merari. Based on that, there's a difference in the Nasi Yasresh. But the Bnei Kas, nor the Inyaf and Avedas Masa. When it comes to Bnei Kas, he only mentions the Aveda of carrying. And since their entire Aveda consisted of carrying, therefore they are the primary example of of the elite status because the status is based on the carrying and the cause, all they did was carry. There was work and there was carrying. Besides the carrying, there is also a separate thing that they were doing within the Aveda of transporting the Mishkan. And the river, which is going to say later, is the fact that some of what they carried, transported, was, was on, the, on the wagons. He doesn't say it clearly here in the Sikha, but based on the way he explains it in, in later with regards to Mirari and later in Sif Ches, from what the way I understand this is that that there was something that they did besides masa, which is la'avoid, which is that which they put onto the wagons. When the river is the linion for nasi yisraish is verbunden with avedas masa, and therefore nasi yisraish is dependent on carrying. And since they did other things also that weren't strictly carrying, therefore their nasi yisraish is only on a secondary level. And this answers the question why Rashi specifies over here. Oh, sorry, this is not answering that question, but it, but it, it, it's saying the word And this explains why, why Rashi says the word because by B'nai Gershon there was two types. There was Avoida and Avoida's Masa. And therefore, Rashi just says, Avedistam. However, by Benari, it doesn't say at all the word Avedas. It says, That which they carried wasn't an Aveda at all. Because they did not have to carry anything on their shoulders. By saying Mishmeres Masam, it means they were responsible to get things carried or to get things transported. They have to accomplish that the things shall be transported. And, and, but they themselves don't have to be the ones to carry it on their shoulders. As it actually turned out, in, in actuality, that they didn't carry things on their shoulders, they carried it in the wagons. And since they didn't actually carry on their shoulders the items of the Mishkan, therefore they don't fall under the category of Nasi Yisraish, under this elite status, because they didn't actually carry. The Nasi Yisraish is dependent on Avedis Masa, and the avoider of carrying, which is either exclusively, totally by Bnei Kaas, or partially by Bnei Gershon, but Bnei Mirari don't have it, and therefore they don't have a Nasi Yisraish. So this is the, the, the new understanding that the Nasi Yisraish is dependent on the avoider of carrying, so by Bnei Kaas, they everything they carried. Therefore, they are the they are the primary nasius reish. Bnei Gershon, they did some carrying and some they put onto the wagons, and therefore they because they carried, they are still considered 
uh, but it's not as much as it is with regards to Benikos. Where everything went onto the wagons, they do not have the category of Nasiyas because Nasiyas is dependent on the carrying. Remember, however, that there's two categories in the census. There was, there was still a, 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 a Benimidari also were still counted from 30 to 50. So that's what he's going to explain in Siv Zayin that since there, 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 there was a possibility that they may have to carry certain things, therefore, they still had to know who was between the age of 30 and 50 in case there was a need to carry something to know who was capable of carrying those things. Nevertheless, they still had to count the even though primarily their Aveda was to be responsible for the transportation and not the actual carrying of it. But it still doesn't disqualify the, the possibility that there may be certain cases where they're carrying it on their shoulders. Even though, generally speaking, they had wagons, is over given their and nevertheless, there was still they had to be lifted up onto the wagons, so they had to be carried from the spot where they were until the wagons. Is also a possibility that not, not every single thing ended up on the wagons, and certain things were carried by the Bnei Merari, and therefore. They, we, therefore, they also had to be counted from 30 to 50. You still have to know that in case there's something has to be carried, who are the people that are physically fit enough to carry what needs to be carried? This can answer our question, what Rashi is trying to um, exclude when saying... That Avedas Masa means Kimashmoi. Revolt can touch Navedas Masa, Aveda Limasa. Alderach, we mishmeras Masa from Benimidari, versus Nit Masa, Gufa, nor der Minuit Subazorg in the Minifa Masa. We could have said that Avedas Masa is referring to the Aveda Limasa, which would mean the ones who were appointed as responsible for making sure that the Masa gets done, which is a reference to Benimidari. Is Rashi shaled and Pirus, therefore Rashi comes to exclude that explanation. Well, their union is not verbunden mit Balikayach because the responsibility to make sure that everything gets transported that is not dependent on physical fitness. Therefore, it's not relevant to specifically the ages of 30 to 50, which is what we're talking about in this Pasik when he says, Avedis, 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 Masa. And those was mit sailed the now, I'm suggesting that there might be a, mis- a mistake here, and it might mean that instead of it might mean Gershon. Because what he's trying, the way I understand what he's saying over here is that Rashi is, we, 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 Rashi is talking about Avedas Masa. Rashi is trying to talk about the Bnei Gershon who were being who, who were being counted to know how many could actually carry on their shoulders Avedis Masa. As we mentioned before, that by Bnei Gershon, there was also carrying on the shoulder. 
And therefore, Rashi excludes Avedis Lim Masa, meaning Mishmeres Masam. He's excluding what would take place by Bnei Mirari because he's talking specifically those who were physically fit for a Nasayas Raish, which is Bnei Gershon. So I, I, I think that the, that the words uh, uh, Bnei Mirari is supposed to be Bnei Gershon and it's a, it's a mistake. Even though you could uh, explain it otherwise as well. But that's how I understand it. We still have a question. We just made a distinction between Kahas and between Gershon and Merodi. That Gershon carried on their shoulders. Merodi carried on the wagons. And therefore, Merodi are, are, are of a secondary importance, even to the secondary importance of Bnei Gershon. question is, Bnei Gershon also had wagons. They had less wagons than, than, than Bnei Merodi had, but they still had wagons. So why are they getting such an elite status if they too are carrying by wagon? That's the question of Sifchas. also had some carrying on the shoulder. And Bnei Gershon also had wagons. So why are we differentiating between Gershon and Merari? So why are we saying that Bnei Gershon is special because they carried uh, on their shoulders? They also had wagons. Is the beard in them? This lecheir is very important. That's why it's emphasized. Seemingly, we would, we would imagine that the Avedis of Gershon Merari by building the Mishkan and by dismantling the Mishkan were done in, a, in an order. First, the Bnei Gershon came to dismantle the Mishkan, the parts of the Mishkan that were necessary for their job. The Kaleya Chatzar, which are the curtains of the Chatzar. Yiriyus v'chulu, with the coverings of the of the Mishkan itself, velchabadekin and hanging after kashim v'amudim, which were covering and overhanging the the panels and the posts. The posts meaning the poles of the chotzer and the kashim meaning the the panels, the boards of the Mishkan. Unze gleich anglot navzera agolus, and then they loaded them up onto their wagons. Un erish der nachab and the bnei merodi angeib and zera veri. Then the bnei merodi would come to do their job. So to dismantle the poles of the chatzah which held up the kloim, the curtains, and then to dismantle Karsia Mishkan, to dismantle the boards, the panels of the Mishkan, when they unload and load them up on the wagons. And the same thing would apply when they would get to their stop and they would have to re-erect the Mishkan. First they were the They would unload the boards and the pillar poles from their wagons. They're not when they bowed ufkestelt and right away erected them. When they're not having the midari arabinum and the idios to climb the chulupun zeiragalus, and then the benegation unloaded the curtains and the coverings from their wagons. When they are ufkestan of the krasim amudim and hoisted them up onto the 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 climb onto the poles and the yirias onto the krasim. Kumtois. Consequently, as when the Bnei Gershon of the Rabbinum and the Yeriyas from Mishkan, when the Bnei Gershon were taking down the 
curtains, the coverings, I'm sorry, from the Mishkan, and the same thing when they were taking down the curtains from the poles. The poles were still standing upright. And therefore they had to carry the coverings on their shoulders. The whole area from within the courtyard of the Mishkan till and go outside of the courtyard. You couldn't drive the wagons in to the Chatzar through the Amudim. The Rebbe brings in the Ha'ara that the space between the Amudim was five Amis. And the Agolis were five Amis. So there's no space between the, not enough space between the poles to be able to bring a wagon in. Close enough to the Mishkan. Therefore, there is, it's called carrying because they're carrying the items from inside the Chatzara Mishkan, inside the courtyard to outside of the courtyard where their wagons were parked. There was no necessity for them to carry the Krashim a great distance. Because since they were the ones to take down the Amudiyachatzer, so they could bring their wagons to the Amudiyachatzer, take down the Amudim, the poles, and then there's an open space for them to bring the wagons all the way till the Krashim. So they had to do is carry it straight and load it into the into the wagons. And therefore, this would be the difference between between Gershon and Mirari. That Gershon had to carry the uh, the items a specific di- a, a, a significant distance from where they were till the wagons, and therefore it was called Avoid the Bakasev. Masa Bekasev was called carrying. The Bnei Mirari were able to bring their wagons all the way to the spot and load it up right away. And therefore there was very little, if any, Masa Bekasev. And this will also give an additional explanation why the Nasius Reish by Gershon is considered Gam Heim in a secondary status to Bnei Kahas. Not only because they have both la'avoid and la'masa, even the masa itself is not as much. Not only were they carrying some and using the agolis for some, but even the carrying itself is only till the agolis, till the wagons. The Bnei Kaas didn't have wagons. Everything that they carried was Bekasif all the way. And therefore, since the Nasi Yisraish is dependent on the, on, on the carrying, so it wasn't just the fact that they had a Golis, that Bnei Gershon had a Golis. It was also whatever they were on, carrying on their shoulders. They didn't carry it for the whole journey. They only carried it till the Golis. Now, before we conclude this explanation, which seems to be very beautiful, we'll remember that in the beginning he said l'cha'eira, and he says the, 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 the details of the way we structured this, that the Bnei Gershin came first, and then came the Bnei Kahas, Bnei Mirari, and therefore, 
and therefore um, the Bnei Gershon could not go all the way till the Mishkan because the Amudim were blocking is only in a, only a Lechayr, it's only seemingly. They say that Akamas Amishkan, but their phone is Eich Muvin Seder Piru Kamishkan, but he's Beseder Afach of Seder Akamasi. The order of erecting the Mishkan, which would be the exact opposite of the dismantling of the Mishkan, is Mefurish Beparshas Pekodei, is is explained clearly in Parshas Pekodei as Mehept On with the Adonim Krashim that they began with the Adonim Krashim and got some soft stelpen of them Chatzer and at the very end the Chatzer was erected, which would be understood from this that when dismantling the Chatzer would come down first and then the Krashim and Adonim, which would imply in that case that by the time the Bnei Gershon came to take down the the, the Yerius, the Chatzer was already down, which would call into question. What we just said that they couldn't bring their wagons. The Khalaif and Aber, nevertheless, the Bnei Gershon had a greater uh, uh, effort that had to be invested uh, over the Bnei Merari. Because the coverings and the, and the, and the curtains from the, from the doors. And the curtains of the Chatzir, would have to be put up and then taken down when the boards or the panels or the poles were already standing upright and therefore cleted and open, therefore they had to climb up high, and carry the areas to the top. And then while standing up top, have to use the 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 uh, the, the different uh, hooks and and loops and strings that had to uh, uh, hang it all together. So it was a very uh, labor intensive uh, job, even more than actually taking the krushim out of the out of the wagon and standing it upright, having to climb up and and in this position uh, tying it and hooking it and so on and so forth was considered a much greater Aveda and therefore the negation had a more difficult Aveda. So so to answer the initial question of Sivches why does Benegation get a Nasi Yisraish if they also had wagons? The answer to that question is, is that when it came to erecting and dismantling the Mishkan, there was a much greater Aveda, much more labor-intensive Aveda, Aveda for Benegation, and therefore it's La'avoid, Ulamasa, and therefore they get a Nasi Yisraish, albeit a Gamheim, and Benegation does not get that at all. Okay, so now we understand why Rashi says leaders leaders because Rashi wants to tell us that by Bnei Gershon there is an emphasis on the carrying even more than there is by Bnei Mirari, although less than there is by Bnei Kaz. It also explains to us why Rashi says Kimashmoi by Avedis Masa, because Rashi means that they were actually carrying and not just and not just um, um, being responsible for carrying like the Bnei Merari who had to um, make sure that the that that the uh, that the items ended up on the Agolis, but did not actually have to carry. We have to go back to Avedis Avedis. Which Rashi said that, that this was the Aveda Sashir. We met Sultan, we had a number of questions. Question one is why does Rashi mention instruments? 
at all. Why does Rashi mention these instruments? Why does Rashi not mention singing and only in instrumental playing? Because based on what we said earlier about the, the Avedas Masa, there remains a question. We bowed, there means we bench relation with Gamer Balikech, it's someone with Masa. If the whole is dependent on the on those who were carrying, those who had to be physically fit in order to carry the 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 Mishkan, why does it say La Void? Why does the Pasik say include the Avoida? Avoida is not Masa. And you don't need to be, um, you don't need to be uh, physically fit for the other uh, for the other Avaidas. But Pastor Skemen Zagin, as La Avoid made Niti Avaida from Pirik Vakamas Amishkan, Untinasa Golis, as La Avoid made the Avaida from Pirik Vakamas Amishkan, Untinasa Golis, was Eich Deruftav and Avama Balkayach, that La Avoid means the loading of the wagons. And the erecting and dismantling of the Mishkan, for which you also have to be physically fit. You don't need to be so physically fit to be able to carry it on your shoulder, which, which is why we wouldn't say but you still have to be fit. Therefore, when it comes to dismantling the Mishkan, erecting the Mishkan and loading the wagons, you have to be between the ages of 30 and 50, which is the age where you are physically fit enough to uh, be involved in strenuous work. So you could say, so if you're asking why does it say La Veda, you say, okay, La Veda means, means uh, strenuous work, loading, unloading, and so on and so forth. But then he says, which is song. Why is song necessary? Why is song connected specifically with physical fitness? Now we understand why Rashi says specifically the harp and the cymbals. And excludes and skips and singing. Nevolim, as we said earlier, are the wind instruments. From the fact that Avedashir is mentioned in this Pasik, Rashi concludes, Rashi understands, referring to a certain type of song, of music, for which you would need to have physical fitness. And Rashi explains this is the cymbals and the harps. Which this music is dependent with the use of the hand and therefore there is greater exertion and navel comes from the word navel which means a pouch of wine 
a pouch it was it was it was filled with air. It's a it, the word navel comes from the from the uh, uh, fact that you're that you're using wind or air. So the navel it comes through blazon mitten moil through blowing into the instrument with your mouth. And certainly when it comes to singing with your mouth, it is not, uh, 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 it does not have such a level of exertion, a physical exertion. So now we understand. In other words, when it comes to Avedas Avedas, the fact that it's being mentioned as an Avedas, together with Avedas Masa, Together with the census of those who were 30 to 50, Rashi concludes that there's a specific type of shear of music that is also, uh, 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 I'm not going to labor intensive, but also takes physical exertion. And this is would be the the percussion instruments and the string instruments for which you have to use your hands. And this would uh, uh, entail more exertion than music for which you would use uh, your 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 mouth blowing or singing. Since I'm not a musician, so I I, I take it the Kabbalah's oil that um, that Mitzvotayim has more physical exertion than uh, a wind instrument, a navel, or singing. Now we understand as well why Avoidas Avoida is written in this Posik at the end of the Parsha of the census. By placing this Posik at the very end uh, and by the totals of the census. That the census of 30 to 50 was specifically for those who are doing Avedas Aveda, which was the music, and Avedas Amasa, which was the carrying and the transporting. And the Pasik wants to make very clear that the fact that this number, this census, was limited to this age is this not to is only for these specifically these specific these specifically these two tasks avedas aveda which is the shashib mitzvah time is the music with these two instruments the symbols and the harp avedas masa and avedas carrying or need to leave the under avedas from bnei levi and not the other avedas of bnei levi in other words in the beginning of siftes there was an implication that maybe avedas aveda refers to the things for which you need some level of physical fitness, which was the loading of the wagons and the dismantling and erecting of the Mishkan. But, the, but, but from the fact that it says over here, Avoid, Avoidas, Avoidas, Masa. And Avoidas, Avoida means the, means the music. And Avoidas, Masa means the carrying. From this it comes out, from this we understand that 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 the the, the the minion the census of 30 to 50 was specifically for these two things and not the other avedas of Nelevi. for example dismantling and erecting the mishkan and loading the wagons which which would be allowed to be done even by the levium that are past the age of 50 says so clearly in where it says that after 50, he cannot do any more Aveda. Aveda is massive because if that he can't do the carrying on the shoulders, he can't do after 50. But he can go back 
to the Aveda of closing the gates, Vilashir and to sing, Vilitin Agolis and to load the wagons, Lishmer Mishmeres to be part of the protection, the safeguard of the Mishkan, Lachan and to be part of the camp around the oil, Moyed, which was part of the protecting of the of the oil made, and to and to erect and to dismantle when they would be traveling or, or arrive at the travel points, relieving the travel points. So therefore, it was only the carrying on the shoulders and the specific music that came with physical exertion that was limited to those Levim in the, in the ages of 30 and 50. And this would introduce a major Chiddush in those wondrous, uh, uh, those amazing ideas that are found in Rashi that are applicable to Halacha. now. As a shiv mitzvah time, the chenelis is not ad ben chamishim shana. Darf ben zogin. Ados was Rashi zog chazer ulishir. And when Rashi in Baaloischa says that after the age of fifty, the levi can go back to sing. Main tashir bepel benevel. It means that he could engage in singing or playing the wind instruments. Or benit tashir bemitzvah time, the chenelis. But he cannot play the cymbals or the harp. After the age of fifty, that according to Pshat, it can only be done between the age of thirty and fifty. Since the reason is because after the age of fifty, his physical fitness begins to diminish. And it's going to become difficult to play the instruments of the cymbals and the harps. Therefore, it's a milsa betaima. It's a it's something that's dependent on logical reasoning, and therefore, there's no reason to differentiate between the mishkan and the mikdash. Ubemela is late pshutish mikra. According to pshutish mikra, is shonim the age apsul in levia is a disqualification with 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 regards to levia even ledaitis even the, for future generations after the daira midbar as it is applies to the music that was played with the symbols and the harp unless you're going to say that it's not a milsebetaima it's exeris akasov but but the way it seems is that it it's a it's a rational reasoning that the reason that after the, that they can't play after the age of 50 on these physically uh, uh, physical uh, these instruments that are physically exerting and therefore according to that it would it would imply that even after the yidden were in the base amikdash still the, the the after the age of 50 a levy can only play the wind instruments and not the Metzaltai and Vichinaitis instruments. So, we now understand the Rashi. When we went in to this Rashi, it seemed like a very simple Rashi. Avedis Hashir, but there is a, a great, great depth in this Rashi. That there was a concept that those who were from the ages of 30 to 50 and were physically fit for carrying, we, we achieved a, a, an elite status. And this applied primarily to B'nai Kahas because they carried everything on their shoulder. It applied also to B'nai Gerishim because some of the things they carried on their shoulder. 
But nevertheless, all of Bnei Levi were special, if not Masai Yisraish, because even by Bnei Merari there were certain things for which they may have had to carry and therefore they had to be also counted from the ages of 30 and 50. And even when it comes to music, the fact that the music of the Levim is included in this Pasuk implies that there was, within music itself, there were certain things that were unique to those who were physically fit. And therefore, once they passed the age of physical fitness, they could not anymore play on these instruments. And they could only sing or play the easier instruments. It's a whole other understanding of the Rashi. Now we go to Yenish Altera, we go to the Chassidus. According to this difference that we explained over here that the difference between Kahas Gersh and is in what and how they carried, not what, but how they carried, the Kahas was on their shoulders, Gersh was both on their shoulders and in the wagons, the Medardi was only in the wagons. This will add an additional explanation. And then was the Alter Rebbe's often the Indian Belukotator from the Heinteke Sadr. The Alter Rebbe explains Belukotator in this week's Sadr. There's a difference with regards to Kahaz Gersh Numerari with regards to this Nasi Yisraish, the elevated status. Nasi Yisraish represents the, the Aveda of going, of journeying on a Bligvul level. You lift up the head to the level of Ratzin and Keser, which is beyond Seder Aishtaushlus, and therefore beyond Gvul, beyond limitations. So Bnei Kos and Bnei Gershin represent two levels within the Hiluch. And obviously, to understand this fully, it would, uh, it, it would uh, be advisable to actually learn the Maimon and look at the Torah. When the Rebbe Shtebaz in here we're just giving the, 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 the encapsulation, the synopsis of it. That Bnei Gershon and Bnei Kahas are, are both traveling, they're both moving, they're going, Bligvul, either in Belmaila in, 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 or Melata Lamaila, but at least they're going, they're Nasi Yisraish, they're going Bligvul. Bnei was not on the level of Hiluch, of going, but they already were on the level of stay, standing in one place. Like we find that the Bnei Merari, they worked with the Krashim, uh, for which it says, about which it says, they were uh, uh, cedar wood that was standing. So, so Bnei Merari is Oymdim. Because they were static, they were not uh, uh, moving. Is it moving? So the question on this is, this is what the Alter Rebbe explains, look at the Torah. So the question is, The whole journey through the Midbar was to accomplish the, the move, movement, going, by Yidin. So how can you say that by Merari there's no movement? The whole Aveda of going through the Midbar was movement. They were going from point A to point B, from Israel to Israel, whatever that means, uh, uh, spiritually speaking. But the Alpiyah now, but based on what we said until here, it's understood. As Nasi Yisraish is Vabundam and Avedis Masa, the Nasi Yisraish is dependent on the carrying. Kemen Zogit, Bipnimi Sanyanamas, Echbat, Dimine Merari is going to Aveda for Nilach Bligvul. That Merari also had the idea of going. Nasi Yisraish, Norder Hiluch is Vabundam Mitpchines Agolis, 
but because it was dependent on the wagons, therefore it's not on the level of Nasi Yisraish. There be a to explain this. In the Aveda of Nilach Bligvul, and Yanim, in the Aveda of going, Bligvul, there's three levels. Out of the Etzim Hiluch Bligvul, the very idea of going Bligvul is the Ava Lashem for Nevesh Abamis Nochir Birur. Represents the, the love to Hashem from the Nevesh Abamis after it was refined and elevated that it could love Hashem. But when we bow the Shadish for Nevesh Abamis, it's for Nelam Atayu. The Shadish of Nevesh Abamis is from the world of Toyu, the world Hacher. Uh, for the the shadis to never show like the 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 elam atayu is the unorganized world in contrast to the avedah of tikkun, which is a more structured world, which is the shadis to never show like So tayu has a disadvantage that it lacks the 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 structure of elam atikkun, and therefore and therefore there was a a a a the the vessels uh, uh, were dismantled and. We ended up with with uh, with with the nitzutzes, the sparks that we have to elevate. Um, but on the uh, but on the other end, its origin is in a much higher state than elamatikun. Elamatikun, the light is lesser, is is less, and and uh, which is why it could be more structured. So elamatikun has the advantage of the structure, and therefore a, a world with which we can engage. Elamatoyu has. The disadvantage of the lack of structure, but the advantage that it's on a higher level, which is why we can't engage with it. But the Nevesh Abamis originates from Elam Atoyu, from a higher source. But therefore, when we transform the Nevesh Abamis into, into and harness its energy for loving Hashem, then it has much more intensity, it has much more uh, uh, productivity, because it has the, the power of Elam Atoyu. Like if you harness the energy of a ox, then you can get a lot more produce from the field than you would from a sheep, because the, because it has a lot more has a lot more energy. That's the dava bligvul, and therefore the nefesh abamis could take you to a place of an ava bligvul of an infinite ava Hashem. That's the first level. The purpose of the Hiluch Bligvul is that it should be Narut, so we, in the plural, should pursue you. As Eich the Nevesh Alekis from Tikkun, so Zayinah that knew from Bligvul. To elevate the Nevesh Alekis, even though it originates from the Elam Tikkun, which is a lower level, but nevertheless, if we can lift up the Nevesh Alekis, that it can also have this level of Avatar Hashem, like the Nevesh Abamis, then it's Narut, so then together they run. They don't just walk, they run. Which means to say that we've elevated the Nefesh Olekis, that instead of having its regular, shy, humble, um, um, limited love to Hashem, it now engages in the same legal love that the Nefesh Olekis reached. That's the second level. After we accomplish, then also the Nefesh Olekis should be able to run, which is a Hiluch Bligvul, an infinite, a, a, a unlimited going. Then the Nevesh Olekis has to be elevated to its original, to its true source, which is only 
applicable to it itself, the Nevesh Elikis itself, which is the past, the continuation of the past, heavy the king brings me into his inner sanctum, into his inner chamber, which is the Nefesh Elikis itself, because it accomplished in the Nefesh Elikis, in Nefesh Abamis, an Avabligvu, and then elevated itself to this Avabligvu as well. It therefore is able to be allowed in to into the king's inner chamber. Which is the Nevesh Elikis itself gets elevated beyond the elevation that it was elevated through the, through its Avedu, the Nevesh Abamis. So those are your three Avedus. First of all, you have to elevate the Nevesh Abamis. Then you have to elevate the Nevesh Elikis to the level of the Nevesh Abamis. And then you have to elevate the Nevesh Elikis beyond the level of the Nevesh Abamis. This is the difference between these three levels. It says to be responsible for the transportation. Oh, but that's my master's given up the agolas, but the actual carrying was done on the, done on the wagons. And even that which was on their shoulders is not considered avoida because it was going straight in to the wagons. In Aveda, Ruchnis maintains, spiritually speaking, this, this means that their journey, their, their unlimited journey was, was limited to the, the Nefesh Abamis, to the Agolas, to the wagons. It didn't affect them themselves in Nefesh Elikis. was the second Aveda, which we said was, we Nefesh Elikis and Nefesh Abamis will run after you. The Hiluk Pligvo, Sai Nefesh Abamis Masa Bagolis, Sai Nefesh Elikis, there's a Vedas Gemerla Masa. That the Hiluk Pligvo was uh, both in the Nefesh Abamis, which was represented by what was carried in the wagons, and also in the Nefesh Elikis, which was represented by what they carried on their shoulders. But the Bidekos is given Nochacher, and Bidekos was even higher than that. Heviyani Amalachadorov, which is the highest level, the level of the Nefesh Elikis itself, as it goes above. The unlimited journey that comes from the from the shayrish, the root, the source of nevesalikis, it is totally unrelated to the nevesal habamis to the wagons. And therefore, their main thing that they carried was the oren, which is teira. Because of Yanni Amalachadarov was accomplished by Matan Teira and Shvuz. As Chassidus explains, that Moshcheni is Pesach. When we drag, when we drag, the, when they were dragged out of Mitzrayim. When you work with the Nefesh Abamis to lift it up to the level of Nefesh Alekis. And the Nefesh Alekis is elevated through that. And Havyani Amalachadarov is the Abed of Shvuz. After the Aved of this of, of the Birur Amidis in Sfiras Aimer, we reach Aviyani Melachadarov on Shavuos. In other words, Aviyani Melachadarov is the union of Teda, where where Teda it's not just an Aved with a belt where, where, where you're carrying with Agolus, without Agolus, but Teda is when you lift yourself up when the Nefesh Alakis is lifted up beyond the Aved with the Nefesh Abamis. So now we understand. Uh, a little bit better what the Al Rebbe is saying in the Kutta Teda, that even though even the even, even though the whole journey through the Mishkan was the Indian of Hiluch, nevertheless by B'nai Mirari the Hiluch was limited to the to the Hiluch of the Nefesh of the Nefesh Abamis. It was in Nagolis. And therefore it's not a real Nasi Yasraish. When it came to the when it comes to the to the to the Gershon and Kahas, 
over there, there was already an avedas masa. There was a masa bekasif on the shoulder, and therefore there was a it's a roish. It's an elevated status. Although within them gufa, there's a difference that bnei kahas does not deal with the agolus at all. Does not deal with nevasabamis at all. It's on the level of teda, the level of aviani hamela chadorov, the abish they're bringing in the nevasulikis into his inner chamber, the lemaila beyond the level of the Aveda with the Nefesh Abamis and the Aveda with the world.